Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the All The Things podcast. If you're new here, I'm your host, Sophia Merlo. If you're not new here, hello, welcome back. Thank you for coming back. Join the party, tell your friends about it, share this episode, share the show. The more the merrier. As I'm sure you can tell from the title of this episode, this is going to be a catch-up. I want to fill you guys in on the last couple weeks, what's been going on with me. Think of this episode as the equivalent to watching The Office before you go to bed, kind of like the comfort show. So if you're in the car and it's a stressful commute, hopefully this can help just calm you down, make it a bit more enjoyable. Or if you're listening to this Thursday evening, Friday night, you want an excuse to stay in, stay cozy, put this on and it'll be like two friends sharing a glass of wine together and catching up, okay? So I feel like the last time I really sat down and just talked with you guys about what's going on, girlfriend to girlfriend, friend to friend, was around my university grad. I'm not going to go too in-depth on that because I feel like you guys saw on Instagram, I've been talking about it a lot, it was a great experience, I'm very lucky to have gone to university and to be able to attend my graduation with this crazy world we're living in and celebrate it with my friends and family. So not to brush past it, but it's done and we're over it. And you guys, your degree is literally the most expensive piece of paper. I really need to get a frame because I'm looking at it. It's literally just in this small folder on my messy desk. And I'm like, all these years, all these years of crying in the library with literally $9 in my account for this piece of paper just sitting here. Like, I really need to treat her better, but that's going to be a priority for a later day. Something that I also want to catch you guys up on, and this is kind of foreshadowing future episodes. I've mentioned it briefly in the past, but that is manifestation and specifically Lacey Phillips' work of manifestation. This is the course I've been doing. It's her course. You can find it if you look up Lacey Phillips, if you follow the pathway, I believe that's their tag on Instagram. To be honest, I need to get a whole lot better at doing it consistently. I've kind of fallen off the path, so to speak. The last few months, just life's been busy. There's a million excuses, but we all should be making time for things like this. But honestly, with the little work I have done, I've already been able to cross off eight things on my manifestation list within the last maybe eight-ish months, and that's honestly half-assing it. I I keep saying honestly, you guys, I'm being honest with you. This is a catch-up. This is my authentic self, very on theme for talking about manifestation. But no, I have a huge list. I'm not going to go through everything in detail, just kind of the bullet points, what's helped me and my experience with it so far. One, because you do have to go through the program. I'm not just going to regurgitate all this info that's in her work. That is Lacey Phillips. And second, because I am not a professional at all, I'm just really into this stuff. I think it's cool and I want to share with you guys and it's it's relevant to catching up. So if you hear that, that's just my notebook I'm going through. So one of the things was podcast equipment. That was in April. I actually got this equipment from my parents for my 22nd birthday. That's what I wish for. I needed a push to help get me started, to help really make me focus and like just bite the bullet and get the equipment and start a podcast. So that's on there. I also have a luxury bag, a hairdresser I love. Shout out to Danica. She's amazing. I up leveled in my career. 
I have different trips I wanted to go on, girls trips that happened. I was able to go on a girls trip this past summer with some of my best friends. Shout out to Kayla and E for Kayla's housewarming. I have that on my list. Uh, develop more girlfriends in Vancouver. I've been able to meet some really great, amazing women out here and through work. Um, money for tuition. And yeah, like within the last, like I was saying, eight-ish months or so, and that's, I need to get better at the work. You get so much better results when you're really consistent with it. So that's kind of a reminder for me going into a new year of setting my intentions and really focusing in. So a little bit more about Lacey's work. Like I've said, I mentioned it briefly in the past. A big thing for me has been finding expanders, whether that's in real life or on social media to help me find a blueprint of things I want to accomplish, whether that's in career, with fitness, personal goals of people I can relate to and who have gone on to do the things and be the things, all the things, that I want to be. So that's been huge and that's something I've learned from the course. Another thing that I can't talk about in depth, but that's really big with Lacey's approach versus other manifestation practices is her what are they called? They're like visualization, but no, what does she call them? Deep imaginings, that's what it is. So what you do is you close your eyes and you basically meditate to the sound of her voice and she guides you through this process and each one has a different purpose. She has a bunch of different workshops that you make your way through. One is shadow, inner child, manifestation 101. There is a bunch of others, but those are kind of the core ones. And as you go through them, the point is to rewire your neurons, I think. This is going to sound so woo-woo, but you guys, it helped me get a Louis Vuitton bag, so I think it's legit. But all in all, if you've been needing a sign to get into manifestation, if you feel like you're in a rut and you just need something new to try and get out of or you've been anxious, whatever it is, I highly recommend turning to Lacey's program. I know she has different deals going on. If you reach out to her team and you're in a situation where you're a student or low income but really keen on trying, they do offer discount codes. It's a subscription-based service, um, so it varies in prices. I think it can go from around $10 to $20, I believe, depending on what package you choose, but I would definitely look into it if this sounds at all interesting to you. Another thing I need to talk about, and this kind of relates to up-leveling in my career too, that was on my list. You guys, if you didn't see on Instagram, first off, what are you doing? Follow us at all the things, the pod on Instagram, then you can get all the updates, keep up, know what's going on, be in the loop. But I was in fucking Chicago this past weekend, and you guys, it was so much fun. If you're listening and you're from Chicago, I love your city. I want to come back. I want to stay for longer next time. I had the best time. Literally, my 15 and 16-year-old self was dying because one of the brands I work for is Block. If you're a dancer, then you're very familiar with Block. I grew up wearing exclusively Block point shoes. I've always loved them, so the fact that I'm able to work with such an iconic company is amazing. But we were actually at the Joffrey Ballet Center in Chicago. Like, that's so insane to me. If you're not a dancer, then you might have heard of them, but it's not as big of a deal. But 
I was just trying to take it all in. We were doing a point shoe fitting, so I was learning about the new point shoes, about fittings in general. It's really an art form finding the perfect pair of point shoes. This sounds, again, if you're not in the dance world, maybe like gibberish to you, but if you know, you know. When you find a good pair of point shoes and things that just work for you, it's a magical experience. So the fact that I was part of it with this high of caliber of dancer, one of the principal dancers came in and I was like, at cool, at cool. But between that and seeing a new city and then all the girls from Block were so nice, so fun. I wish that I could see them on a daily basis. They were just like fast friends, you guys. Shout out to Connor, Amy, and Francina if you ever listen to this. And Francina, oh my god, I need to text her this. But you guys, if you know Not Skinny But Not Fat, Amanda Hirsch on Instagram and her podcast, Not Skinny But Not Fat, I love her. I'm obsessed with her. Francina could be Amanda's sister. I need to DM Amanda and see if she replies. But And they're both from New York. And I was like, are you low-key Amanda or her sister? Like, is this the universe trying to be like, no, this is this is how your big break with podcasting. Obviously it was not, but there was still a part of me that's like, I think they have to be related in some capacity. Like the resemblance was just too good, you know? But it was an amazing group of girls and we just had such a blast of a weekend. I have some tips though, if you're thinking of traveling, just again, this crazy world we're living in to make your life a little bit easier. This is gonna be more geared towards Canadians and Americans just because that's where I was traveling to, so I can't speak on all international travel or every travel in general, but if you're going on a trip soon, these tips might help you. One is to make sure you're up to date, things are changing fast, so just know what the protocol is at the time of your travel, know what's expected from you. Even just booking a COVID test was a bit challenging. There's a lot that's available, so knowing as of recording, the U.S. will accept rapid antigen tests, However, Canada would only take PCR tests. Again, that's a whole different thing depending on the length of your travel. The second tip is to keep it under 72 hours if possible. If you're just doing a quick getaway, keeping it within that 72 hours is going to actually save you a lot of headache because that's the cutoff for needing other tests to get in. You can still get randomly selected. Who knows by the time this podcast goes up, maybe that will all be changed. So again, making sure you know exactly what's going on, that you have all the correct testing, correct documents. Next tip is, again, if you're Canadian, you need to download, this isn't even a tip, you need to do this, but so you know, the Arrive Can app, have that all filled out Having everything ready to go before you even get to the airport or book anything is just going to save you so much time. If you're crunched, if your Uber, your Lyft is late like mine was and needed to get gas. You guys, that's a whole story in itself, I need to tell you. But having everything all together ready to go makes your life easier. It makes the people through security and checking you in easier. Just, it's way better that way. I had a printed copy, not an emailed version of my negative COVID test so that it was easy when I was checking in for the flight because I don't know if this is for international flights or domestic. Normally, you can do a pre-check just on your phone or laptop the day before you fly out. 
it was not allowing me to do that. I had to actually go up to someone in person, and I think it's because they have to check your COVID documents. But I kept my negative test. Again, that was in the allotted window, so I didn't need to get a new one. But making sure that your test is approved and accepted for the time frame, my passport, my ArriveCan app, and then I also had screenshots of, again, this is only for Canadians, not your provincial, but your federal vaccine status. They're going to ask for it, or at least the people I saw asked for it. So having everything ready to go, again, just made everyone's lives easier. So make sure if you're going somewhere that you have these documents prepared. Again, I'm just trying to save you some time, bring you some value. Also random, but invest in those shitty little gas station headphones with the actual plug because the TVs on airplanes, obviously you can't use your AirPods or a Bluetooth headphone for that. So shout out to Air Canada. They give them out for free. So I kept them because on Delta and other airlines, you have to buy them. And it's just not fun having to go on like a five-hour flight and not being able to watch anything on the screen. Especially I didn't download anything on my phone. I just had whatever music I had. So that was fine. But I watched Cruella. Shout out. It was actually really good. If you guys are wondering, watch Cruella. But buy those cheap headphones before you get to your flight because you know everything's going to be jacked up at the airport and on the plane. Now for this Uber story. So to set the scene, I was so prepared. I had asked one of the girls who lived in Chicago, how long do you think it will take to the airport with traffic this time of day on a Sunday? She said probably between 40 to 60 minutes, you should be fine. So me being an organized queen, I had been checking Uber all day long in the morning so I knew exactly what time I should check out, give myself enough time to allow the Uber a solid 10 minutes to get to my hotel and then get to the airport two hours before my flight. So I'm checking everything. It looks fine. looks fine. I booked the Uber or I guess I should say Lyft. I was using Lyft because Uber, if you ever listen to this, my account like just doesn't work. I don't know what's going on. But so I'm waiting for my Uber or my Lyft, sorry. And then I kept seeing like it's circling the block and keeps going around and around. It's saying that it's almost here. It's almost here. We'll go from like three minutes to seven minutes back down to two minutes and then five minutes. I'm like, what is this guy doing? So finally, he gets there. I get in the Uber. I keep seeing Uber. I get in the car, and he's like, do you mind if I get some gas? I really need gas. And at this point, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, if it happens again, I'm not going to have time to get another car. So I'm like, "Um, well, I need to be at the airport by 12.15 at the latest. And he's like, oh, yeah, you should be there on time. I just want to say this, too. He never gave me any sketchy vibes or weird vibes. I never felt unsafe. I think this guy just had poor planning skills and I really don't appreciate that. I love a solid plan. If you guys know me personally, I I need a plan. So right away I was like, this, this is going to be interesting, but I always say I want stories. So here we go. Anyways, we're driving. Everything looks normal. We're still like downtown Chicago. We're chatting a little bit. He seems nice enough. He seems, again, no sketchy vibes. But the traffic is awful. Like, I planned on there being traffic, but it's been like 20 minutes, and we've gone down maybe three streetlights. 
so then we finally get to the gas station. We haven't left. We're, we're not even, like, closer to the airport. We've just gone, like, further away from downtown. So we pull up to the gas station. And then this guy, I'd have never seen this before. Like, normal gas caps that I've seen, you just open it manually. He has this button. He cannot get the button to open. So he asks me, he's like, ma'am, do you mind helping me? So of course I get out of the car. I'm trying to push this button while he's opening the gas cap. And I'm like, oh, finally, here we go. Now, now we're in action. You know, he's going to gas up. We're going to get to the airport. It'll be fine. This man, he really needed my money because he could not, he was going through his cards. He could not get anything to pay for the gas once he got his gas cap open. He goes into the store. I start taking a video because I'm like, if something bad goes down, like maybe I am being set up. He gave me like not sketchy vibes, but maybe I'm just being a naive little girl in a big city. So I start taking like recordings of the inside of the car, of the gas station, of his license plate. I'm like, I am prepared. You will not find me on some late night crime show. But he comes back in and he apologizes. And I'm like, sir, we need to go to the airport. I'm like, do you have enough gas? He's like, I hope so. I'm like, I do too. Let's go. So then finally we start going. And again, traffic's just awful. I am like, my cortisol is through the roof at this point. I am like, holy fucking shit. If I miss my flight, this is not going to be a good time. It's going to be home alone, Sophia edition. And there's not going to be a hotel room service with a million ice cream. It's going to be me crying on the phone. But we finally get there. He apologizes. It was a very expensive lift ride. But we're safe. Everyone's good. He did not run out of gas. I did not get abducted. So there's just a little story time for you guys. Point is, takeaway from this, if you get in a rideshare app and they say they need gas, you say you lost this job. Do not get in the car. It's just going to be stressful for you guys. They need to gas up in between. I know it's hard. Trust me, there's gas restrictions still here in BC, but that is why we go back to having a P-L-A-N plan. Another story time for you guys. I think I posted it to the podcast account, again, at All The Things The Pod. If not, mentioned it briefly at the beginning, but I recently got my first designer handbag. I got a Louis Vuitton Speedy 25 bandolier. I've been obsessed with it for a very long time. I've been trying to get this bag for a while. There's no non-pretentious way of saying it, so that's what happened. I'm very grateful. I'm very excited. This has been a long time in the making. It's been a goal of mine, a motivator of mine for a long time. I have... I'm very lucky. Anyways, it's out of the way. I got the bag, but the story time is on the way getting there. So I had never been through this experience before. It's not like normal shopping. So, because I know all of you guys are queens listening to this, and if you find yourself shopping at Louis Vuitton or another high-end store, you might need to know this before. I figured that I couldn't just make a purchase there. So I had called my bank before to up my limit for spending so that there would be no embarrassing moments of going to pay for something and your card getting declined because that would suck, right? So yeah, foreshadowing. 
So literally at like 6.30 in the morning, I call my bank. I up my spending limit so that when I go in, oh, meanwhile, to get this bag, it's such in demand. It's so hard to get. I've been waiting for literally like three months or so. But then my client advisor, who's been helping me get this bag, messages me while I'm in Chicago. They can only hold it for 24 hours. I say, I'm not in the country. I'm trying to find ways to get this bag. My mom is so sweet. She's calling my client advisor, trying to figure out how they can keep this bag for longer. Finally, she says she can hold it until Monday, but I need to go in Monday morning if I want to get this bag. Little background for you guys. So that was one part of it. So 6.30 in the morning, I'm on the phone with my bank. I up my spending limit so I know I can make the purchase. I have the money in my account, of course. Again, do not make any big purchases like this if you're going to have $0 in your account after. It's not worth it. Make sure you can pay your rent. Make sure you can pay your groceries, etc., etc. But just to actually make the purchase purchase. But because I had made that call, I had taken my card out so that I could give the bank information that was on the card to verify that it was in fact me. Because it was early in the morning, I was not thinking and I left that card out. And I realized this on the way to the store. So I'm like, no, I need to get this bag today. I do not have the time on my lunch break to go back home to get the card. I got to figure it out. So I have another card that's attached to the debit card and it has information so that if I want to purchase things online shopping wise, it will still come from the same account, but it's a separate card, if that makes sense. So I'm like, I have that. And then I also have a card from the credit union from my hometown that I can still use. I just try and not use that card for daily purchases but I had money in it and I could transfer so I'm like doing some quick math in my brain I'm making e-transfers I finally know like everything will go through it's good we're good to go I have a plan again having a plan so I go in they show me the bag they're lovely of course and then it's time to pay and I'm just like been dreading this moment so I have the one card you can't swipe it but I say, are you able to punch in the numbers? It will come from this account, blah, blah, blah. They can't do that. No worries. I have my other debit card. So I go make the purchase and it's not going through. And I'm like, I'm that girl. Thank God it like snowed that day in Vancouver. So there was no one shopping. So it was just me in the store and this really kind lady. And I'm like, let me get on the phone with the bank I, I I know, like, let's see. So because this was not like me to make a big purchase, even though I had up my limit. Oh, I had also called this bank before going into the store to up my limit. But because I had done that, but it still was an irregular purchase, it was like, blocking the card. So again, the person at the bank, shout out to you, was on the phone with me. It went through. Everything was fine. But for something that is just so glamorous and you see on TV shows and in movies, they're sipping champagne, not a care in the world. Maybe when you're at that level of wealth and things like this, just like don't even cross your mind. But I was stressed the whole time. And I was like, this is not how I pictured it. I do not feel like Paris Hilton. I kind of did afterwards once it was all good. Not gonna lie, like that was pretty awesome. But during it, I was like, oh my god, like, what I was embarrassed and scared of happening did happen, but 
let's be realistic here. The worst case scenario at Louis Vuitton is still the best case scenario for anything else. I hope this story just, like, made you guys laugh a little bit, brought some humor to the whole situation. This is just a catch-up on my life and some fun story times for you guys. I'm hoping that this puts a smile on your day. With all this, too, I want to say that I recognize just how lucky, blessed, privileged I am. I just want to share these stories. I think of you guys as my friends, and these are things that I tell my friends and family, and that sometimes it's honestly easier saying this on a podcast than sending this out to every individual person. So another reason to force my friends to listen to this, the ones that I've told I have a podcast, you guys are the real MVPs. But I hope this episode just brought a smile to your day. I'm sure there's other things that have gone on that I can't think of. But with all of this too, my sleep has also not been A1. And I feel like I can't think super, super clearly, but those are the standouts. So manifesting, Chicago, Lyft drivers, Louis Vuitton, that's been the last couple weeks of my life. But with all that being said, I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. I hope it made you laugh or smile or just made your day a little bit better. If you enjoy this episode, please share it with a friend, a family member, someone who you think would enjoy this episode and the show in general. If you have not yet, which you guys, I know a lot of you haven't. I check a daily basis on this please leave us a five-star review on apple Podcasts. it would mean the world to me that's all i want for christmas is reviews for the podcast make sure you're following us on instagram at all the things the pod check us out on facebook at all the things the plot all the things the pod see you guys no sleep bus club another club no sleep that's been my life also make sure to check us out on our website at all the things the blog.com as always, send me a DM, comment, or email at allthethingstheblog at gmail.com if you're interested in learning more or being on the show. I would love to chat with you, even just in general, if there's something that stuck out in this episode or another episode and you guys want to relive it again, please just reach out. I'm always here to chat. And with all that, I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.